Section 38 of Stories from Le Mort d'Arthur and the Mabinogion, retold by Beatrice Clay. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 38 The Death of Sir Lancelot and of the Queen. When news reached Sir Lancelot in his own land of the treason of Mordred, he gathered his lords and knights together and rested not till he had come to Britain to aid King Arthur. He landed at Dover, then there the evil tidings were told him how the king had met his death at the hands of his traitor nephew. Then was Sir Lancelot's heart nigh broken for grief. Alas, he cried, that I should have to live to know my king overthrown by such a felon. What have I done that I should have caused the deaths of the good knights, Sir Gareth, Sir Gairis, Sir Gawain, and yet that such a villain should escape my sword? Then he desired to be led to Sir Gawain's tomb, where he remained long in prayer and in great lamentation, after which he called to him his kinsmen and friends, and said to him, My fair lords, I thank you all most heartily, that of your courtesy ye came with me to this land. That we become too late here is a misfortune that might not be avoided, though I shall mourn in all my life long, and now I will ride forth alone to find my lady the queen in the west, whither men say she has fled. Wait for me, I pray you, for fifteen days, and then if ye hear not of me, return to your own land. So Sir Lancelot rode forth alone, nor would he suffer any to follow him, despite their prayers and entreaties. Thus he rode some seven or eight days, until at last he came to a nunnery, where he saw in the cloister many nuns waiting on a fair lady, none other indeed than Queen Jeanvier herself and she looking up saw sir lancelot and at the sight grew so pale that her ladies feared for her but she recovered and bade them go and bring sir lancelot to her presence when he was come she said to him sir lancelot glad am i to see thee once again that i may bid thee farewell for in this world shall we never meet again Sweet madam, answered Sir Lancelot, I was minded with you leave to bear you to my own country, where I doubt not, but I should guard you well and safely from your enemies. Nay, Lancelot, said the queen, that may not be. I am resolved never to look upon the world again, but here to pass my life in prayer and in good works as I may. Do thou get back to thine own land, and take a fair wife, and ye both shall ever have my prayers. Madam, replied Sir Lancelot, ye know well that shall never be, and since you are resolved to lead a life of prayer, I too will forsake the world if I can find hermit to share his cell with me, for ever your will has been mine. Long and earnestly he looked upon her as he might never gaze enough, and then, getting to horse, he rode slowly away. Nor did they ever meet again in life, for Queen Jeanvier abode in the great nunnery of Elmsbury, where Sir Lancelot had found her, and presently, for the holiness of her life, was made abbess. But Sir Lancelot, after he had left her, rode on his way till he came to the cell where Sir Bedivere dwelt with the holy hermit, and when Sir Bedivere had told him all that had befallen of the great battle in the west, and of the passing away of Arthur, Sir Lancelot flung down his arms and implored the holy hermit to let him remain there as the servant of God. So Sir Lancelot donned the serge gown and abode in the hermitage as the priest of God. 
presently there came riding that way the good sir bors lancelot's nephew for when sir lancelot returned not to dower sir bors and many another knight went forth in search of him there then sir bors remained and with a half year there joined themselves to these three many who in former days had been fellows of the round table and the fame of their piety spread far and wide so six years passed and then one night lancelot had a vision it seemed to him that one said to him lancelot arise and go in haste to elmsbury there shalt thou find a queen genevere dead and it shall be for thee to bury her sir lancelot arose at once and calling his fellows to him told them of his dream immediately with all haste they set forth towards elmsbury and arriving there the second day found the queen dead as had been foretold in the vision so with the state and ceremony befitting a great queen they buried her in the abbey of glastonbury in that same church where some say king arthur's tomb is to be found lancelot it was who performed the funeral rites and chanted the requiem but when all was done he pinned away growing weaker daily so at the end of six weeks he called to him his fellows and bidding them all farewell desired that his dead body should be conveyed to the joyous guard there to be buried for that in the church at glastonbury he was not worthy to lie and that same night he died and was buried as he had desired in his own castle so passed from the world the bold sir lancelot du lac bravest most courteous and most gentle of knights whose peer the world has never seen ever shall after sir lancelot's death sir bors and the pious knights his companions took their way to the holy land and there died in the battle against the turks so ends the story of king arthur and his noble fellowship of the round table end of section 38 read by anna nomoska end of stories from le mort d'arthur and the mabinogion retold by beatrice clay